What's going on, guys? AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 podcast. Uh, so I'm working on something around um, I'm working on something around DE and I that um, that is a little bit um, that is a little bit different than what's happening right now. And and I and I want to preface this four minute or so rant with. Um, with the fact that you all know that I'm an African-American and you guys all know that I have partaken in a lot of politically um, driven events as well as just a lot of race related things. And so, you know, this is not to deter or to run away or to not acknowledge uh, Black Lives Matter and all the things that are happening. But I this is just around for me, just looking in the work that I'm doing right now for for uh someone that I respect and just trying to look at all dynamics of DEI and just trying to make sure that we are still not forgetting about the realities of what's happening right now but also putting focus and energy and time to some degree um around other variables of inclusion right other variables of equity other other variables of diversity um something from an inclusion perspective that I believe in a lot as it pertains to learning and development is peer-to-peer relationship uh coaching and mentorship and support. I think um I think you know I talk often about building emotional glue. I talk often about leaders going above and beyond to build that safety, build that trust, build that rapport. I talk often about looking into the diversity of your um of your learning and development tools and the way that you're designing them to be uh, empathetic towards anyone that has a disability or empathetic towards anyone that learns a little bit differently or empathetic towards someone that just engages differently with, with different pieces of content. One thing that I haven't talked a lot about is those leaders that try and try and try and don't succeed. And what I mean by that is at times human beings are stubborn. At times different things that have happened in human beings' life make them... Um, make them difficult to deal with at times. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is when I think about learning and development and when I think about the engagement that has to happen throughout that process for an employee to scale their skills and for the company to benefit from that, I immediately think about, again, the design of the learning and development tool itself, the program itself. And then I also think about if if this is a learning and development tool and learning and development program that is driven and executed by a leader, I think about what if they don't have emotional glue? What if they don't have that context? What if that employee is difficult? Not because they're difficult because they want to be difficult, difficult because their trust is at an all-time low because of previous leaders and previous experiences. I think about, okay, what are you doing from an inclusion perspective with that? And so that's where Peter Peer relationships come into play for me, but from more of a mentorship education um, perspective that I think can come into place. I think one of the best things that a lot of companies are still not doing is allowing a lot of collaboration to happen around learning, around growth, around support. You guys would be very surprised how many companies I know really are a big fan of of silos are a big fan of isolation are a big fan of you were hired to know and to do and to execute x y and z thus i expect you to have this skill 
you'll be very surprised how many leaders still have that in the back of their minds. And that's just not right from my lens. It's not right from the E1B2 Collective's lens. And as this pertains to inclusion, it doesn't get any closer to this from the, from the lens of culture, from the lens of feeling like you're close, from the lens of feeling like you're a part of something, from the lens of knowing that you have support from those around you. And so something that I would push from a DE&I conversation around learning and development is if you are a leader right now and you are a fan of 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 isolation, if you're a fan of hiring people that are competent, thus their learning and development growth trajectory needs to be an independent track, I would ask you to rethink that. I would ask you to understand the negatives, the downfalls that can occur when you are not leaning into peer-to-peer relationships. There are so many employees that you have within your company that have the skills, that have the knowledge, that have the capabilities to take someone under their wing and put together a learning and development process that is completely competent and completely uh, you know, designed from a lens that is going to be, uh, you know, teach them something productive, teach them something what they inevitably need to scale. And the last thing that I'll add on this is the reason why I love peer-to-peer relationships, the reason why I love the community aspect around it, it's not just the culture, it's because of this one variable. If you do not have that emotional clue with the leader, one thing that I do know about the brain is the more trust, the more connection, the more empathy, the more love, the more all of that good stuff that the more inclusiveness you have with the human, the areas of your brain and your subconscious, right? The areas of how you literally process information, you can get a, a, lot, a lot more depth in the research. You can get a lot more depth in the in the information. You can get a lot more depth in the knowledge. There's a lot that can happen from that lens that can drive a lot of productivity for that employee. And so if you're working with an employee a fellow employee, a peer that you love and that you respect, you may obtain and you may retain and you may ingest that information from a different lens than you would from potentially a leader that you personally don't like or personally don't trust. I think it's something that is being missed. I think this is a conversation that's not being had. And again, before I wrap this up, this is not to draw any attention away from the Black Lives Matter movement. This is just to not forget about other aspects that I think are important and that I think can help an organization grow and scale long term. So uh, hopefully I didn't bother anyone or make anyone feel uncomfortable. But uh, I think this is a conversation that needs to be had, that needs to be talked about. This is definitely falls into the bucket of inclusion. Thanks a lot.